Jasper and the Isle of Hockerede by Laurie Roach. Read by Grandma Laurie. Chapter 1 Inside the Tree. Jasper Finn was a small, timid boy who yearned for adventure. His imagination usually ran wild as he played with Nicole, his sister, among the trees and shrubs that surrounded their backyard. Today, however, was different. Today was the last day of summer vacation, and tomorrow he would start junior high. So with a heavy heart, Jasper walked outside to be alone. He could hear Nicole calling after him as she slammed the screen door shut. Jasper, wait for me. Ignoring her plea, Jasper crossed their yard and walked to the huge oak tree. His blonde hair blew freely in the wind. Jasper, why won't you wait for me? Nicole called after him once again. She made her way toward the oak tree. More than anything else, she liked spending time with her big brother. He made her feel so much older than her ten years. Jasper began to climb the handmade rickety wooden ladder that led to the treehouse, which he had made from scrap plywood and dirty planks just the summer before. It was only four feet above the ground, and even though the neighborhood kids made fun of him, Jasper liked the treehouse that way. It just didn't make any sense to him to have a treehouse that was so far off the ground that it was too scary to play in. Last summer, Jasper had mustered all of the courage he could find and made his way up to the fork in the tree. Once there, he found a huge, rotting split that went as deep as he could see. Fearing that the tree might swallow him up, he shimmied back down the trunk, vowing never to climb that far up again. Jasper, what is wrong with you? Nicole demanded. I just wanted to be alone, that's all. Oh, I see, answered Nicole disappointedly. She turned around and walked back toward the house with her head bowed and her shoulders slumped. She ignored the wind that sent her dark hair into a frenzied dance about her face. Jasper watched her as she walked toward the house. The two of them were like salt and pepper, one as different as the other, yet somehow they belonged together. Jasper didn't have many friends, so when Nicole wasn't around to play with, he would spend most of his time alone. Nicole, on the other hand, was the oldest and most confident fourth grader in her class. She was never at a loss for friends or words. Even her school teachers expected more from her than her other classmates, who naturally looked up to her. Nicole, wait, Jasper said, changing his mind. He stood by the treehouse railing and motioned for his sister to join him. He didn't like to hurt her feelings. He also realized maybe Nicole was just the thing he needed to cheer him up. You can be alone with me if you want, he hollered across the yard before sitting himself down on the treehouse floor. Okay, that sounds like fun. Her feelings repaired, she spun around, skipped her way to the oak tree, and quickly made her way up the ladder. Once inside the treehouse, Nicole sat down on the loose planks of the floor beside Jasper, who was staring up at the leafy branches that were dancing in the breeze. As he stared up at the green canopy of leaves, Jasper thought of all the things the treehouse had been over the summer. Nicole sat silently beside him, twiddling her thumbs. Over the course of the summer, the treehouse had been an Indian hideout, a robber's cave, a cowboy lookout, but more often than anything else, it had been their pirate ship. Jasper longed to be a pirate. Not a mean, nasty, cruel pirate, but a good, decent, courageous pirate that stole from the mean, nasty, ugly pirates. And he wanted to be brave. Brave enough to be able to ride out a violent storm on the open sea. Brave enough to fight for what was right. Brave enough to be a pirate. He knew the days of pirating were over. The legends, however, were still a big part of the history of the Sea Harbor town where they lived. 
Some people even believe that there's still a hidden pirate treasure in the area that had never been found. Jasper wasn't quite sure if he believed that, but it was fun to think about. He loved the story his grandpa would tell him about the pirate that his grandfather had seen when he was just a boy. His grandpa's grandfather had gone outside one morning to feed the chickens when he came across a scraggly, dirty, ugly pirate asleep under their tree. Suddenly, Jasper jumped to his feet realizing that this had to be the tree his grandpa had been talking about. He leaned over the railing and looked down at the ground in disbelief. There in the grass below him, an actual pirate had been sleeping many, many years before. What is it, Jasper? asked Nicole, who jumped to her feet to stand beside him. Is something wrong? Do you know what, Nicole? Jasper asked, barely able to contain his excitement. What, Jasper? What are you so excited about? She loved it when he got all excited. They usually played something really adventurous afterwards. A pirate once slept under this very tree, he whispered breathlessly. Are you sure? Nicole asked with a hint of doubt in her question. Of course I'm sure. Grandpa told me, Jasper stated matter-of-factly. Jasper imagined what the pirate might have looked like. Suddenly, a thrill thought jumped into his mind. What if the pirate had hidden a treasure? What if he had never come back for it, and it was hidden somewhere on their property? Jasper looked up into the tree towards the rotting part of the trunk. What if the treasure was hidden inside the tree? He knew right then and there he had to find the courage to climb back up the tree and go down into the hole. First, he had to get prepared. You wait here, Nicole. I'll be right back, and then we are going to look for a pirate's treasure, he hollered. Jasper jumped from the treehouse and then raced across the yard to the screen door where he threw open with a bang. Hey, 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 take it easy, his mother said, smiling down at him. It wasn't very often that Jasper acted so excited in front of her. He was actually calm, quiet, and polite, usually. What has gotten you so riled up, his mother asked as Jasper stormed into the kitchen. Nothing, really, Jasper lied as he took a deep breath, trying to calm his racing heartbeat. I was just wondering if we could have a picnic in my treehouse since this is the last day of summer vacation. That sounds like a great idea. Just give me a minute to get it together for you, his mother said. Thanks, Mom. Just yell when you're done. I'll be in my room. Jasper ran up the stairs, skipping every other step until he reached the top of the staircase. Slowly his pace to a jog, he made his way down the hallway until he reached his room. He pushed open his door and looked around. His mother had cleaned it again. He hated it when she did that. It was going to be impossible to find what he needed in all this clean. He walked across the room and opened his closet door. He let out a sigh. More cleanliness. But there on the shelf was the flashlight he was looking for. Standing on the tips of his toes, he reached for the flashlight, then tossed it onto his bed. Taking his backpack from the bedpost where it always hung, Jasper turned it upside down, spilling the contents onto the floor. He put the flashlight into the front pocket, then added his pocket knife and two shirts, one for Nicole and one for himself. He left enough room in the backpack for their lunches, a rope, and the treasure he was sure they would find. Jasper, your lunch is ready, his mother's voice drifted up from downstairs. Okay, I'll be right there, Jasper called back as he zipped his backpack shut. The only thing he needed now was a rope that hung on a nail above the chest freezer in his father's garage. Slinging his backpack across one shoulder, he headed towards the bedroom door, nearly twisting in his ankle as he tripped over the pile of toys he dumped onto the floor. 
He looked back at the mess he had made and decided the least he could do for his mom was to try and keep his room clean for at least a little while. Grabbing an empty bucket from his closet, he scooped up the toys, dropped them into the bucket, then ran downstairs. See ya, Mom, Jasper yelled as he grabbed the sack lunches off the kitchen counter and flew out the back door. Have fun and take good care of Nicole, his mother yelled before the screen door slammed once again. He raced into the garage, grabbed the rope off of the nail, ran across the yard, then climbed up the ladder. He stood in the treehouse, staring up into the tree, his heart pounding wildly in his chest, and his knees shook uncontrollably. He explained his plan to Nicole. Then making sure his backpack was resting snugly on his back, he began to climb toward the rotting part of the tree. Wait here until I tell you, he told Nicole, who was watching him closely. Ever so slowly, Jasper crept up the trunk. His backpack weighed heavy on his back, and she and the coiled rope that was slung over his shoulder rubbed roughly on his arm. When he finally reached a fork in the tree, he swung his leg over the trunk so that he could straddle it and peer down into the deep black hole. The courage he had felt so strongly while in his room, preparing for his adventure, had been replaced by a throat-clutching fear. Jasper squeezed his eyes shut, conjuring up images of the hidden pirate's treasure until a sense of excitement overtook his fear. He opened his eyes and drew in a deep breath. He took the rope from his shoulder, tied it securely around a tree limb, and then dropped the other end of it into the hole. Almost instantly, he heard the rope hit the ground with a thud. He let his held breath escape, relieved that the hole wasn't as deep as he thought it was going to be. Taking the backpack from his back, he laid it on the tree trunk beside him. He unzipped the front pocket and pulled out his flashlight, clicked it on, and pointed it into the hole. He followed the dangling rope down with his eyes and saw the remainder of it loosely coiled at the bottom of the hole. Okay, Nicole, come on up, but be careful, Jasper cautioned as she began climbing towards him. She was as nimble as a cat and was sitting beside Jasper in a matter of seconds. Are we going in there? Nicole asked excitedly. I am, you're not. Ah, come on, Jasper, I want to go too, she pleaded. No, Nicole, it could be very dangerous. You just sit here and watch me. Fine, huffed Nicole, crossing her arms across her chest as she wrinkled her face into a scowl. Mustering all the courage he could find, Jasper slung his backpack onto his back, shoved his flashlight into his back pants pocket, grabbed the rope with both hands, dangled his feet into the hole, and slowly began making his way into the darkness. In no time at all, he was standing on solid wood next to the pile of coiled rope and dirty roots. He let go of the rope and pulled the flashlight out of his pocket and turned it on. The brightness lit up the inside of the tree, scaring the bugs that scurried under the moss that grew in all the cracks. The light glistened off the spider webs that weaved their way throughout the tree, but the light did not fall on a treasure chest, for there was not one to be seen. Jasper, are you at the bottom? Is there a treasure? Nicole hollowed down from above. No, there's nothing. We went to all this work for nothing, Jasper complained. The flashlight slipped from his hand as he stomped his foot in irritation. Suddenly, darkness surrounded him. He took a slow, deep breath and bent down to find his flashlight. His hands searched frantically in the darkness. Then he saw a rather strange sight. He blinked his eyes and looked toward his feet once again. What in the world? he mumbled softly. There were three small slivers of light coming from below him, somewhere deep inside the tree. When he finally found his flashlight, he clicked the button, but nothing happened. 
Clicking the button back and forth didn't seem to help. Still, no light spilled from the flashlight. What's wrong? Why is it so dark down there? Are you okay? Nicole rambled. My flashlight went out, Jasper said, banging it against the palm of his hand. Finally, the light flickered on. It was dim at first, but then it slowly became brighter and brighter. There, that's better, said Jasper. Can I come down there now, please? Yeah, but be careful when you climb down. Go slow. There's something down here that you've just got to see. Taking the rope with both hands, Nicole slowly started making her way into the hole. Here I am, she announced, jumping to a halt beside Jasper. Now what is it that you need to show me? Watch, Nicole. Watch what happens when I turn this light off. Jasper clicked off the flashlight. Darkness. Except, that is, for the three slivers of light that glowed below them. Wow, was all that Nicole could say. Turning the light back on, Jasper shone it down at their feet. There, in the light given off by his flashlight, was a metal handle directly in front of Nicole's foot. Look, Nicole, a handle. Falling to his knees, Jasper brushed the dirt away from the steel handle. I think it's a trunk handle, he continued. Jasper could hardly believe his eyes as he dusted off the trunk lid. Where is that light coming from, asked Nicole. I'm not sure. Maybe the jewels inside are so shiny they glow. Jasper rationalized as he grabbed the handle and jerked up on it as hard as he could. Unexpectedly, the light lid flew open on Jasper's first try, causing him to lose his balance. He tumbled face first into the trunk. Jasper, Nicole screamed, grabbing hold of his shirt tail and falling in after him. Together, the two tumbled into what seemed to be a bottomless trunk.